I believe that down the decades, and perhaps down the centuries, we will also remember January 28th, 2020. I sent a letter today to President Abbas. I explained to him that the territory allocated for his new state will remain open and undeveloped for a period of four years. During this time, Palestinians can use all appropriate deliberation to study the deal, negotiate with Israel, achieve the criteria for statehood, and become a truly independent and wonderful state. Regardless of the Palestinian decision, Israel will preserve the path of peace in the coming years. For at least four years, Israel will maintain the status quo in areas that your plan does not designate as being part of Israel in the future. Forging peace between Israelis and Palestinians may be the most difficult challenge of all. My vision for peace, prosperity, and a brighter future for Israelis and Palestinians. This vision for peace is fundamentally different from past proposals. My vision presents a win-win opportunity for both sides, a realistic two-state solution that resolves the risk of Palestinian statehood to Israel's security. Mr. President, because of this historic recognition, and because I believe your peace plan strikes the right balance where other plans have failed, I've agreed to negotiate peace with the Palestinians on the basis of your peace plan. Today, Israel has taken a giant step toward peace. With the Palestinians, a historic breakthrough. And it's very important to say this, of both parties and almost all people in Israel, they want peace, and they want peace badly. I believe that down the decades, perhaps down the centuries, we will also remember January 28th, 2020, because on this day, you became the first world leader to recognize Israel's sovereignty over areas in Judea and Samaria that are vital to our security and central to our heritage. And on this day, you too have charted a brilliant future, a brilliant future for Israelis, Palestinians, and the region by presenting a realistic path to a durable This is the first time Israel has authorized the release of a conceptual map illustrating the territorial compromises it's willing to make for the cause of peace, and they've gone a long way. This is an unprecedented and highly significant development. We will form a joint committee with Israel to convert the conceptual map into a more detailed and calibrated rendering so that recognition can be immediately achieved. Also work to create a contiguous territory within the future Palestinian state. Under this vision, Jerusalem will remain Israel's undivided, very important, undivided capital. Since the moment of its birth, Israel has yearned for peace with our Palestinian neighbors and peace with the broader Arab world. You, Mr. President, you recognize that Israel must have sovereignty in the Jordan Valley and the other and other strategic areas of Judea and Samaria. 
And the United States will recognize Israeli sovereignty over the territory that my vision provides to be part of the state of Israel. For too long, far too long, the very heart of the land of Israel, where our patriots prayed, our prophets preached, and our kings ruled, has been outrageously branded as illegally occupied territory. Well, today, Mr. President, you are puncturing this big lie. You are recognizing Israel's sovereignty over all the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, large and small alike. I have done a lot for Israel, moving the United States Embassy to Jerusalem, recognizing the Golan Heights. There are many Muslims who never visited Al-Aqsa, and many Christians and Jews who never visited the holy sites in the West Bank described so vividly in the Bible. My vision will change that. Our majestic biblical heritage will be able to live, breathe, and flourish in modern times. All humanity should be able to enjoy the glories of the Holy Land. This part of the world is forever connected to the human soul and the human spirit. These ancient lands should not be symbols of conflict, but eternal symbols of peace. These are places inscribed in the pages of the Bible. These are places carved into the bedrock of our common civilization. The sacred tomb in Hebron, where the fathers and mothers of the Jewish people are buried. Bethel, where Jacob dreamed of a ladder ascending to the heavens. Shiloh where the Ark of the Covenant that held the Ten Commandments for 10th century. Thanks to you, Mr. President, these areas and so many others that for millennia have been etched in the soul of the Jewish people and inspired the imagination for millions of people around the world and across the world, these areas will now be recognized by the United States as a permanent part of the Jewish state. Today's agreement is a historic opportunity for the Palestinians to finally achieve an independent state of their very own. After 70 years of little progress, this could be the last opportunity they will ever have. This map will more than double the Palestinian territory and provide a Palestinian capital in eastern Jerusalem, where America will proudly open an embassy. Mr. President, because of this historic recognition, and because I believe your peace plan strikes the right balance where other plans have failed, I've agreed to negotiate peace with the Palestinians on the basis of your peace plan. It's a great plan for Israel. It's a great plan for peace. You have been the greatest friend that Israel has ever had in the White House. Israel will work closely with a wonderful person, a wonderful man, the King of Jordan, to ensure that the status quo of the Temple Mount is preserved and strong measures are taken to ensure that all Muslims who wish to visit peacefully and pray at the Al-Aqwa Mosque will be able to do so. This is a major statement. This is a major important of $50 billion into the new Palestinian state. You have many, many countries that want to partake in this. Your peace plan offers the Palestinians such a future. 
Your peace plan offers the Palestinians a pathway to a future state. It takes enormous talent to reject $50 billion worth of investment. I know what that does to an economy. I know what it will do to Palestinian lives. I know what it will do to the youth of the region. I hope that the Palestinians embrace this and build with Israel a future of prosperity and peace. I also hope that our other Arab leaders embrace your vision and forge a path of reconciliation with Israel that can create for all of us a brilliant future. And perhaps most importantly, my vision gives the Palestinians the time needed to rise up and meet the challenges of statehood. I sent a letter today to President Abbas. I explained to him that the territory allocated for his new state will remain open and undeveloped for a period of four years. During this time, Palestinians can use all appropriate deliberation to study the deal, negotiate with Israel, achieve the criteria for statehood, and become a truly independent and wonderful state. Israel will preserve the path of peace in the coming years. For at least four years, Israel will maintain the status quo in areas that your plan does not designate as being part of Israel in the future. At the same time, Israel will apply its laws to the Jordan Valley, to all the Jewish communities in Judea and Samaria, and to other areas that your plan designates as part of Israel, and which the United States has agreed to recognize. America's partnerships in the region have never been greater, and our alliance with the State of Israel has never, ever been stronger than it is today. Mr. President, on that historic day of May 14, 1948, both David Ben-Gurion and President Truman had a fateful decision to make. Many argued that Ben-Gurion should not declare Israel's independence. Many argued that President Truman should not recognize the Jewish state. But both leaders understood the magnitude of the hour. They seized the moment and they changed history. Like you, Mr. President, I understand the magnitude of this moment. With you, Mr. President, I'm prepared to seize the moment and change history. Together, we can bring about a new dawn in the Middle East. There's nothing tougher than this one, but we have to get it done. We have an obligation to humanity to get it done. If not now, when? And if not us, who? Im lo achshav eimatai, im lo anachnu, azmif. Mr. President, your deal of the century is the opportunity of the center. And rest assured, Israel will not miss this opportunity. Mr. President, Donald, Israel is blessed to have your friendship and your powerful leadership. And Israel is blessed to have the friendship of the greatest power on earth, the United States of America. May God bless America. May God bless Israel. And may God bless us all with security, prosperity, and peace. Thank you.